Welcome to Life in Balance. I'm Ken Miles, pastor of Kitchener-Waterloo Christian Fellowship. We all know that life can be hectic, and sometimes its demands can pull us off balance. The good news is that God has given practical insights in His Word for keeping life on an even keel, despite the pressures we may face. This program is designed to help us understand and apply God's wisdom in our everyday lives. Good Monday, everyone. Well, we have been talking about our future and how we enter into the good plans and purposes that God has for us. We are seeing that we have a part to play in shaping our fate. Our fate is not determined by something outside of ourselves. It's not determined by the stars. It's not determined by the happenstance of our circumstances. No, God has a plan and a purpose for us, and it's a good plan. We've seen that as we have read the scriptures, plans to give us a future and a hope. But we are seeing that we have a part to play in it. Our choices, our actions are an essential part for our entering in to the future that God has for us. And we are using the words that God spoke to Moses in Deuteronomy chapter 10 and verse 11 to inspire and encourage us. Here God says, Arise, begin your journey, go in and possess the land. God had given Moses the Ten Commandments and now he was to arise, begin his journey, go in and possess the land. And so we have seen that the very first thing we have to do is to arise. We have to get up. And this command has been given different times throughout the scripture. We saw last week how God called Abraham and told him to arise and to walk in the land and that he was going to give him every place that his foot stepped on. If we are going to possess new territory, enter into new areas of our life, no matter what it may be, in the area of our work or the area of our finances or in the area of developing our relationships or spirituality, all of these things require that we arise, that we step out. We have to get out of our comfort zone. Now on Friday we spoke of Aeneas, a man who was paralyzed for eight years, and Peter spoke to him and said, Arise, make your bed. And it said that Aeneas arose immediately and he stood up. And we saw how our past can cripple and paralyze us to the future. When Peter told Aeneas to get up, he could have said, I can't get up. There's no way. I've tried in the past. I've been paralyzed for eight years. But at the word of Peter, he put an effort forward and he got up. Peter told him to take up his bed. The cushion that he was lying on to give him comfort in his paralyzed condition, he was told to take it up, put it away. And so it is with us. We can be lying in a paralyzed state, not accomplishing anything, not going anywhere, and we make excuses. We have our bed of excuses of why we can't do what we would like. Well, either we're too old or we're too young or we don't have enough money, or we don't have enough education, or I don't have the opportunity. All of these are a bed of excuses that we rest upon to ease ourselves from the discomfort 
of not doing what we know God wants us to do. And so I'm extending this call that Peter gave to Aeneas, and I'm calling it out to you and say, arise, get up, put away your bed of excuses, and put an effort forward, and God will meet you and empower you to do what you haven't been able to do in the past. Now, this call to arise echoes over and over down through the pages of Scripture. Not only did he tell Abraham and Moses and Aeneas, but we find in Joshua chapter 1 and verse 2 that the word of the Lord comes to Joshua and he says, Arise, go over this Jordan and possess the land. So again, Joshua was encouraged to get up, put an effort forward, start out, get going, begin your journey. Now, what stood before Joshua in accomplishing this? Well, it was the River Jordan. And the scripture said that at that time of year, it was overflowing its banks. You see, many times when God calls us to arise, it doesn't mean that there's not obstacles before us. And the temptation is always to us. Well, this is not the appropriate time. Let's put this off a little bit. I mean, the river is overflowing its banks right now. And if we wait a few months when the river goes down, it'll be easier for us to cross over the Jordan. But when God says arise, we need to obey his voice. Listen, you will never find the optimum moment to step out. Sometimes you just got to step out, even though there's obstacles, even though other people are telling you to wait, you need to step out. I have seen so many people miss what God had for them because they always delay. They're always saying there's a better time. They are always seeing the obstacles in front of them. And so they never step out. So let's take from Joshua's story that even though there's obstacles in front of us, we're not going to wait. We're going to step out. Another person who heard the word arise was Samuel in 1 Samuel chapter 16 when he was down at Jesse's house and he was to anoint the next leader of Israel. Jesse had presented all his sons before Samuel, but God said, no, none of these are the one. But when he saw David, the Lord said, arise, anoint him. This is the one. Here's another aspect of where we need to arise and do something, and that is to anoint leadership in our life. I believe that God does not want any of us to go through life without a spiritual leader, without a pastor, without a mentor of some sort that is encouraging us and helping us. And I find that so many people do not enter in to what God has for them because they have never established in their life the spiritual leadership that God wants them to have. The scripture says to know those who labor among you and are over you in the Lord, and to respond to what they say to you, because if you don't, it's not going to be of any advantage to you. We need to arise and do something in the area of spiritual leadership in our life. And also, I think this word comes to husbands and fathers in the home that says, arise, take your place of leadership. Know that God wants you to be the example in your home. 
So these are important words to us. Put away all of our excuses and let's arise and do this. Gideon also spoke these words as God was raising him up to be a deliverer of the people of Israel. He only had 300 people to go against the thousands of Midian. But he said, Arise, God has delivered them into our hands. And so even though we might look at ourselves and say we have inadequate resources, there's still a point in time at the word of the Lord, we are to arise and put an effort forward, even though we would think in the natural, I'm not up to this. And then we see Elijah was also told to arise and eat for the journey is long. This was in 1 Kings chapter 19. Here was an area where Elijah needed to be strengthened and sustained for the journey that he was going to take. And he had to arise to eat in order for that to happen. I tell you, we need to arise in order to gain spiritual food and insight. What does that mean? Well, it can mean just literally arising Sunday morning and getting out of your bed and going to church and not having a mindset, well, we'll see if we'll go to church on Sunday. But rather, just have a mindset, it's Sunday morning. We're going to arise. We're going to go. We're going to receive spiritual nourishment. You see, all of these places in the Bible where God told people to arise, I believe they share an insight to our personal lives. Now, another person who was told to arise was Jeremiah. And we find in chapter 18, he was told to arise, go down to the potter's house. And when he went to the potter's house, he received direction from what he saw there. Many times we have to arise and put an effort forward in order to hear what God is saying to us. Jonah was told after he was vomited by the whale to arise and go to Nineveh and preach. Before when he was called, he didn't want to. He didn't have a heart to go. He tried to run from God. But he ended up swallowed by a whale and cast out on the shore. And once he was cast out on the shore, it says in Jonah 3.2 that the Lord said, Arise and go to Nineveh. God tells us to arise even after we have missed it, even when we have failed to obey his voice in the past. He still calls us to arise. He gives us a second chance. Maybe someone's listening to me today and you've heard God say to you to arise in the past, but you ran from him. You didn't do it and you got yourself into all kinds of trouble. Well, listen to the Lord's voice again. He's telling you again, arise and do what he has called you to do. And if you will, God will meet you. In Acts chapter 8 and verse 26, Philip was told to arise and go south along the road which goes from Jerusalem to Gaza. And there he found a man who was seeking the Lord, reading the scripture, the Ethiopian eunuch, and he joined himself to the chariot and he was able to talk to him about the Lord. Listen, many times God calls us to arise, get out of our comfort zone, do something different, make a change, make a call, reach out to someone, leave where we are and go to someone that has a need so that we can share the gospel with them. All of these applications are coming out of God's call to people to arise. Saul was told on the road to Damascus to arise and go into the city. 
And there he was going to be told what to do to be saved. Ananias was told to arise and go down and meet Saul and to pray for him that he would be healed. And Peter was told in Acts 10 to arise and go with the people that had come to him so he could go to Cornelius' house and share the gospel there. All of these portions of scripture are telling us where we need to arise in response to God's call. We are here in this earth for a reason and a purpose. He has a plan for us. But we get sitting back. We have our feet up. We're sitting in our easy chair. But when God calls us, we have to leave that. We have to get up. We have to arise. And when we do, we'll see God meet us and his plan and purposes will be worked through our lives. Well, that brings us to the end of today. But we will be back tomorrow and talk more of these things. I'm Ken Miles. Bye for now. Life in Balance is a ministry of KW Christian Fellowship. We are located at 1000 Bleams Road in Kitchener. We would love to have you join us this Sunday for one of our services. The times are 9.30 and 11.30. Just go to our website at kwcf.org to register and to check out all our other activities. We have events for children, youth, and people of all ages. Our mission is to connect people with God and each other so we may fulfill our purpose in life. Till next time, may God keep your life in balance.